30 years ago, when I began my hair transplant career, I performed many corrective procedures on patients who had unsightly plug surgery. But those became infrequent, as follicular unit strip surgery became the standard of care. But with the introduction of FUE, or follicular unit excision surgery, came an unwelcome trend, the illegal delegation of critical surgical tasks to unlicensed individuals. And that has brought about cosmetic disasters. The black market, as it's known, is a plague in the field of hair restoration, and patients all over the world are being disfigured. The International Society of Hair Restoration Surgery created the Fight the Fight campaign to educate patients and is trying to help the victims by organizing an annual World Hair Transplant Repair Day, where ethical and skilled surgeons from around the world agree to repair these disasters free of charge. Under this initiative, millions of dollars of free surgery will be performed to help restore damaged lives and dignity. In 2022, the World Hair Transplant Repair Day is November 11th, and I'm honored to be a participating surgeon. To learn more about World Hair Transplant Repair Day, the Hair Transplant Roadshow is traveling to Panama for real this time to interview a number of other surgeons who will discuss the cases they will be performing. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Haber, hair loss expert and hair transplant surgeon from Cleveland, Ohio. Join me and the Hair Transplant Roadshow as I travel the globe seeking answers to important surgical and non-surgical hair loss questions from the true experts in the field. So here we are in Panama at the 30th World Congress of the ISHRS, where the world's top hair transplant surgeons have gathered to teach the next generation of the world's top hair transplant surgeons. And you don't have to look farther than an ISHRS meeting to find doctors willing to donate their time and expertise to repair the work of others. Panama, a land bridge connecting North and South America, is home to a diverse rainforest where during our visit, we observed leafcutter ants, monkeys, poisonous frogs, toucans, sloths, crocodiles, and yes, lots of rain. But Panama, of course, is best known for the Panama Canal. This is sunrise over Panama with dozens of ships visible on the horizon awaiting their turn to enter the canal. Connecting the Pacific and Atlantic Oceans, the Panama Canal operates 24 hours a day, every day of the year. As dozens of mostly giant cargo ships cross the canal daily, over 14,000 ships in total each year. The massive locks first raise the ships from the ocean to be able to travel across the country, then lower the ships on the other side to resume their journey. And Panama is where hair transplant surgeons from over 70 countries gathered this year to learn from each other. The ISHRS World Congress is the most important annual meeting of hair transplant surgeons anywhere in the world. So it's been a great opportunity for the Hair Transplant Roadshow to come down here and speak in person to some of the best and brightest surgeons on the planet. So my first guest is Dr. Shadi el Magrabi from Cairo, Egypt. Shadi is a hair transplant surgeon. He is a fellow member of the ISHRS, certified by the ABHRS, and currently serves on the Board of Governors of the ISHRS. Shadi, what made you want to get involved uh, in doing a repair case for the World Hair Transplant Repair Day? Okay. Hi, hi Bob. Um, actually, uh, I practice in Cairo. So in the, in the Middle East, we uh, have a lot of patients that come from uh, the black market. They, they had surgeries in the black market. So Actually, I do like repair surgeries in, on a regular basis. Like every week I have like two or three repair surgeries. 
So I've seen almost all the complications and the problem is some cases we cannot, uh, we cannot repair. It's, it cannot be repaired. We just refer them to SMP, but many others we, we can help them. And, uh, like the patient, the, the, the victim that I will uh, show today, uh, he had two surgeries, uh, at a black market clinic. The first one he got like, uh, almost no growth. Uh, and the second, he went to the same clinic to do like a repair surgeries there. Uh, he had like very, very poor growth. They told him that in the in two surgeries, they transplanted almost 6,000 grafts. But uh, as you can see, he have like uh, only uh, two to 300 uh, grafts growing. So uh, it was a very challenging case. Uh, his donor area was very thin and they over harvested his donor. So the challenge here, we have like very little donor area now and we, we, we need to, uh, to, to transplant the frontal area and the forelock to give him uh, a good uh, result. And you know, the, 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 the problem, the big problem uh, or challenge in, in, uh, in the repair surgeries is during the first uh, surgery, uh, when they over harvest, they, they almost take all the, the big grafts, the good and thick hair grafts. And what's remaining is almost like a single and few double grafts and with uh, thin caliber. Let's make uh, the case very challenging and our mission very hard. Yeah, they take all the best grafts and if they don't grow, they're never coming back. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a significant challenge. Yeah. And if you were to do repair cases for on a complimentary basis all the time, that's all you would do. Yeah. Every day you see patients, probably more than any other doctor in the world, yeah. uh, of terrible, terrible cases of victims as appropriate word of the black market. So yeah. it's wonderful that you're participating and you've done a great job helping this patient. So uh, Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now I'm speaking with Dr. Rana Irfan from Islamabad, Pakistan. And uh, Rana is a fellow member of the ISHRS, certified by the ABHRS, and serves currently as the treasurer of the ABHRS. Thank you, Rana, for agreeing to talk. And, uh, and what made you interested in helping a damaged patient, a victim of the black market for the World Hair Transplant Repair Day? Thank you very much, Bob. Actually, this is a problem uh, in the whole world, not only in, the pa in Islamabad, Pakistan. But as we are a little bit more fame, like in the city and people, because we've been working for last uh, 20 years and people, they do come to us for second consultation. But I usually say them that you should be going to different doctors before going for hair treatment, because this is not a joke. When you get ruined by any uh, non-doctor or technician, then you come to the consultants and they cannot do anything for you. Problem is this, because uh, donor area is ruined in most of the cases and you don't see any grafts on the scalp. And uh, when I ask them, uh, did you go to back to the uh, same technician who has been uh, doing this uh, activity with you, then they're going to say that they say to us when, I, when we go back, that your skin is not accepting the same tissue and this, this, this. So many issues. So, uh, but uh, we are there to help them out. 
and in most of the cases we do help them out in like uh, unnatural looks or but we, uh, but we see if the donor area is sports something you you see uh, so many grafts are in the in this uh, balding area like in the frontal mid scalp and the vertex uh, we see more than 30000 grafts and if donor area is having only uh, capacity of uh, uh, 2000 and 1800 grafts how can we do like compensate those grafts who been wasted by a non technician so uh, my advice to those patients uh, is always the same that before going for hair transplant consultation go for a search on google at least and find some good doctors in your premises and precinct of you and uh, you should be going to uh consult uh more than five doctors i would say uh, so that you can you can find a good doctor for you they always seem to find us too late you know yes. they, find, they have no trouble finding us after yes. they've been damaged yes. but hopefully they find us beforehand and then they're yes. not losing those perhaps yes. tell us about the patient that you're going to correct yes that that particular patient he lives in germany and he came to me and he was done if, uh, in first case from a turkish clinic and he well remembers uh, the clinic and he said to me i went over there 3 years before and uh, uh, very honestly his donor area was totally ruined and you you don't see uh, uh, more than 200 300 grafts in the recipient area Uh, but i i was having no option other than going for a step surgery i did to him a step surgery of, and found only 1700 grafts from a long step and uh, did something to him but he is he is uh, he cannot be satisfied with those 1700 grafts but he is little bit cool uh, after that You did, you did the best you can do, and I'm yes. sure the patient is incredibly grateful for the repair work. Yes. Again, the, the yes. idea, the hope is that this sort of message can get out there, so people stop before yes. they go into the hands of a bad surgeon, yes. who's then, you know, like it's been said before, they blame the lack of growth on on the patient instead of on what they did or the black market process of having the wrong people plant. Absolutely. So the society yeah. and the world is very, very fortunate to have surgeons like yourself willing to donate. time and expertise to fix these problems thank you so very much and we are with ishrs in this cause because this helps the poor i would say poor people because uh, uh, once they are ruined they are called poor so i am uh, i'm i'm always with them and i uh, send message to uh, keep sending message on youtube to them that even then come to us for some sort of help to them We are there always. Thank you, Rana. Thank you very much. Thank you. So now I'm talking with Dr. Humayun Mamad, another doctor from Islamabad, Pakistan, who's donating his time and expertise as part of the World Hair Transplant Repair Day. Dr. Mamad is a plastic surgeon and hair transplant specialist. He's a fellow of the ISHRS and a certified doctor by the ABHRS. And uh, tell me why you've chosen to become part, part to participate. in the world hair transplant repair day well thank you uh, bob for um, having me here well one of the reason is that you see being a hair restorative surgeon it is very important for me to make sure that the repetition of 
hair restoration does not go down. So if I see anything which has not been done correctly or where there has been some problems by one of our colleagues, maybe whoever who has done that thing, I feel as an obligation that look, I need to do justice with the procedure because there are a lot of people who have come into the market not because of the love of the procedure or the passion for the, uh, for the speciality, but for the lust of the money. So of course they would do certain wrong things. So as a good human, if I see some garbage being spilt over there, it's my duty to pick that thing up and put it in the bin where it should be rather than just walking through that thing. So that's the idea behind why I joined this sort of hair repair day. Well stated and I could not agree more. Tell us about the patient that you're going to repair. This patient of mine, like any other, had a hairline drawn badly and he wanted to have more. So what I did was, I did two things. Number one, do a harvest from the back and fill up the bag and also recycle from there so that at least he should look like a person who is sitting there without somebody's eyes catching his hairline. You see, because if you are talking to me and not you are, you are not looking into my eyes or not looking to my uh, lips, that means something is wrong with my face. So, by default, a human being, when I'm talking, so you would either try to see my eyes or you would see my lips. If, let's suppose my nose is too big, you will concentrate on my nose. Or if I've got something over there, you'll keep on looking up over there. So that is where these patients, now aesthetic patients are more of the people who are conscious of their looks. And if you damage that further, you can't do bigger damage to that person's um, self-esteem and confidence. Definitely. And I think you brought up something interesting because some of our previous guests talked about one type of black market disasters where the grafts don't grow. A different kind is when they've been placed poorly. So at least in your case, perhaps they, they have grafts placed poorly. You can recycle them. You can take them out and move them around, which is at least better than if they didn't grow at all. The grafts are just gone. Yes. And so you know, hopefully in your case, you'll be able to redistribute those grafts and make a patient look better and then they feel better about their lives. Well, that's very true because, you see, um, as I said, um, the hair transplant surgery is about you knowing what you are doing. So if you do not know how much to harvest, you can over-harvest. If you do not know how to plan, you will plan badly. If you do not know how to handle the grafts, you will have a poor growth. So all those things will that, but yes, when it's a poor growth, then you have lost whatever you spend. But luckily for my patient, he had grafts over there, so at least I could recycle them. But that is, you know, that's also a black market. In my opinion, even a surgeon can be a part of the black market. Uh, you know, the message here to our patients is to avoid the mistakes to, to find their way into the hands of a competent surgeon at the beginning, but it's so, because it's so much easier to do it right the first time and so difficult sometimes to repair somebody else's mistake. And that's the message we're trying to get is to help avoid people making these mistakes because sometimes you, you can't go back, not even finding 
the hands of a, of a competent and ethical surgeon, uh, some of it can't be fixed. So it's really, it's about prevention. The message here that we want our viewers to get is don't enter the black market, have a surgeon do your surgery and investigate and ask questions. And then you'll avoid the disasters that we've seen. That we've seen. Come on, thank you so much for participating in the program. Patients are lucky to have you. And the society is, is lucky that people like you are participating. Thank you, Bob. Thank you very much. Thank you. My patient is a victim of the United States black market. A Florida surgeon purchased a hair transplant device and apparently without any training himself, delegated the entire procedure to unlicensed technicians. The result, a poorly designed and very unnatural hairline, incorrect hair direction and over harvesting of the donor area. My surgical repair plan is to remove and recycle the poorly placed hairline grafts and attempt to create a more appropriate cosmetic outcome. Fortunately, there are many other participating hair transplant surgeons scattered around the world participating in this year's ISHRS World Hair Transplant Repair Day. So if you've been a victim of a botched hair transplant, find a local ISHRS surgeon who hopefully can help. Well, that brings to a close the first on-location hair transplant roadshow, focusing on a critically important topic. Don't forget, only allow an ISHRS member surgeon to operate on you, and make sure the surgeon is doing the surgery. We'll see you again soon.